I'm Russ White at the Network Collective, and this is a Network Collective short take. In this short take, I'll be talking about duplicate BGP updates. The BGP specifications, or RFCs, suggest BGP implementations should have three internal tables. The first of these is the adjacency rib in or adge rib in. This contains all the routes learned from a given peer. There actually should be one of these per peer most of the time. You can implement it in different ways, however. Then there's the loc rib. Now, once you've run best path across all the adjacency ribs in, you get a set of best paths towards each destination. These are placed in the loc rib. It's important to note that the loc rib serves another purpose, which is to mark which routes are installed in the local routing table and used for forwarding. BGP as a distance vector protocol or a form of distance vector protocol, it's actually path vector, but let's not get too hung up on that at this point, should not be advertising routes that are not being used for forwarding in the local box. Doing so can actually cause routing loops, micro loops like you get in link state protocols. It can cause packets to be dropped, things like this. So you really don't want to install something or advertise something that's not being installed and used in the local routing table. Well, the loc rib actually gives you that information as well. Finally, there should be an adjacency rib out or add rib out. This should contain the routes the speaker is going to send or has sent to a particular peer. So this is effectively a local copy of the add rib in on the peering speaker. So your add rib out should match the add rib in of your peering speaker. Hence, there should be an add rib out for each peer or each peer group that you're advertising routes to. However, this is a point that's very confusing to people. RFCs are not written to guide developers in how to code a particular protocol implementation. They are actually written to describe the on-the-wire behavior of that protocol. Developers are free to write the protocol implementation any way they want to, as long as the on-the-wire interoperability is sustained with existing implementations. This applies in this case to the three tables. Most, or perhaps many, I think it's actually most, implementations do not, in fact, have these three tables. Generally, they have one table. Routes are marked and or discarded as needed to create the same external effect as having three tables. So what is the practical effect of this differential between the way BGP describes implementations being built and the actual implementations in the field? It's actually the root of something a group of researchers noticed in many BGP implementations. And then they went out and did some research on it and built a lab and figured out what was going on. The name of the paper is, What Do Parrots and BGP Routers Have in Common? So to begin, they set up a small network as shown here. A, B, and C, which are BGP routers, BGP speakers, are all in the same autonomous system. A and B also peer through an, to an external autonomous system, which is marked as the DFZ, which is like the default free zone in the internet, the internet core, whatever you want to call that blob over there, that's what they're appearing to. Now that is in a separate AS. Updates are sent out of this external AS to A and B. A and B send their updates as they are to D, using BMP or something like this so they're not changed. A and B also calculate their best path and send another set of updates towards router C. C chooses the best path and sends the result to D as well. So D now has all three updates. It has the updates 
as A and B receive them, and it has the update as C has recalculated best path, filtered through the best path algorithm at A and B and all the way through C. So A, so D can now can compare the original information received with what C itself sends. What they found was really interesting. Suppose for a moment that the med is set so that A is the best path. The med changes now, making B the best path. C will compute the new best path and send it on to D. Only in this case, because it's IBGP, C will compute the will strip off the med, the next hop, and other information before sending it to D. So from D's perspective, the update from C when A is chosen as the best path and the update from C when B is chosen as the best path are identical. They're exactly the same update. It just looks like a duplicate update. This is what parrots do, right? They repeat themselves. Well, here the BGP speaker is repeating itself. Setting up a similar environment in a lab, the researchers discovered that anything which causes the best path to change at C, but is something that is not carried in the IBGP session between C and D, causes C to send these duplicate updates. Now, if C had an adjacency rib out, it would compute the next best path. It would then check what's already in its adjacency rib out or add rib out, which is basically just a cache of what is sent to C in the past or D in the past and it would see if they're the same. If they're the same, it would not send the update. Some implementations do have an adjacency rib out. This is primarily used for soft reconfiguration. Therefore, it's typically disabled unless soft reconfiguration is configured by the user. There are two reasons not to implement an adjacency rib out or an add rib out. First, it can make the BGP implementation much more complex. Everything in this world, when you get into routing protocols and networks in general, is a trade-off. There's something you're gaining and something you're losing. So you're gaining a more optimal implementation that you don't send as many updates if you do implement a full-on adjacency rib out. What you're losing is you're actually losing the complexity of having that table, that extra memory that you're using, and other things like this. So it can consume a lot of memory and it can consume a lot of other things. Consider a table with a million and a half routes or so, and then you have to keep copy of all these routes per peer or at least per peer group. It's a lot of memory that you're dealing with. So again, this is a trade-off between optimization and state. You can keep more state in the BGP speaker and reduce the amount of state transmitted on the wire and received by the speaker's peers. Or you can create, you can keep less state in the BGP speaker and increase the amount of state transmitted on the wire and received by the, by the speaker's peers. Given the high-speed processors and links available today, reducing memory usage by repeating information seems like an effective trade-off. The authors suggest there is a third alternative. The third alternative would be to keep a small cache of updates transmitted to each peer rather than a full address out or a full list of all the updates transmitted. Presumably, if a link is changing rapidly, each flap will cause an update, but since the update being sent to peers does not change, it can be squashed in this cache. So if you see duplicate updates when watching a BGP peering session, this is probably the reason. It's the result of a choice between state and optimization. Well, that's it for this time. Visit us at thenetworkcollective.com for more content that will help you build your cognitive and metacognitive skills as a network engineer. While you are there, check out our membership, which unlocks even more great content, as well as access to an awesome community of network engineers. And remember, you can always find me at rule11.tech. Thanks.